Welcome to the Conscious King Podcast with Miss LX. Let's jump into today's episode. So, I'm saying, I'm just saying. All right. Next up on the agenda tonight, walk through that door, get it. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, Lady Kim is up next. My lovely Lady Kim, if you would go ahead and unmute that mic, we can start chatting, girl. All right, so I'm here. Okay, can you guys hear me? I hear you loud and clear. How are you? Good. I'm excited about being here. This is amazing. What a great platform. Wow. I didn't exist it like for real. <laughs> oh, you are so sweet. I'm so glad you're here. Everyone, Lady Kim is new here. Give her some big loves up in the house, everyone. Give Lady Kim a warm <laughs> welcome. Girl, how can I help you today? What's going on? Okay, so. I am working on, I had to do a restart with our dynamic. We are in a, I, I changed it from a female-led relationship to a um, married-led relationship because um, a female married-led relationship? Yeah. <laughs> because... You know, we were having some issues and, uh, you know, that the word got brought up and I was like, oh, really? Okay. So even now, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, we have to, our lifestyle is a little bit different. We can't express our lifestyle 24-7, we can express it at home 24-7, but we can't be in public 24-7 because, you know, the traditional families that we have both have. Okay. And so everything isn't shared. Everything okay. isn't known. Okay. So, you know, in public, you may see happy married couple, but in private, you know, where he's the leader of the household, the man, blah, 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 bullshit. But in private, when we're at home, you know, the dynamic changes. Right. So we had some, um, some hard issues where I think that we needed to do a reset. Like, and I think it is very important for us to do this reset. Uh, I think it's necessary because... I feel like he was talking from the bottom, telling okay. me this, okay. doing that. And I'm like, wait a minute. And then like, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So I had to get a <laughs> from the other doms in the room. Yeah. Dummies in the room. If they say what to you, you call their name. And they say what? I mean, tell me that's not offensive. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, maybe I'm being sensitive or maybe I'm being too blah, blah, blah. But yeah, so it was getting out of trouble. And then, you know, like, he, he felt like we lost a little trust, his trust in me. Okay. And during a scene where he got a little bit hurt. And in any scene, you know, of course, I was broken. Like, when he used red, you know, the safety word, I was broken. I was like, okay, let me hurry up and get him out. Mm. So, okay. I guess my question is, it's like, I'm starting over, right? Mm-hmm. You know? fresh i didn't set up 
you know, I got the questionnaires out so we can reevaluate, you know, our likes and dislikes. Um, I'm processing it because, of course, it's like three, four pages long. Yeah. I'm processing it, putting it all together. We went to, like, you know, a pro dom and did a session together so we can understand, you know, so I can get the senses, like, understand the senses, get the senses, you know, like, see where it is, get in that space, see how he reacts, so I can understand and what what limits, because not all subs tell you what their limits are, right? They'll right. say it, but they don't say it, or how far <laughs> they go, you know what I'm saying? They'll right. be like, well, I can go this far, you can go farther, you can tie this tighter, but then next thing you know, they're like, red, red, and I'm like, oh. right, right. <laughs> Just I was almost back, like, but okay, <laughs> moving forward. Um, but I guess just like how to be rebuild that trust is the main thing that I'm having an issue with. Like I'm, I'm struggling. Okay. <laughs> and I can use help. Yeah. So it's a step by step process, but like, I feel like I'm in step one, but like, how do you progress to step two? Right. Right. So when you're talking about trust and you said that, you know, your submissive is uh, kind of struggling with trust a little bit, what do you think is the biggest block right now to your submissive fully trusting you? I truly think that is the flip flop, you know, like we'll have events with my family and stuff like that and they don't know like our dynamic they think they know you know what i'm saying but they mm. don't really really know like how far it actually goes um but you know i think the flip-flop throws them off because i'll ask for you know his opinion which i think is important but i still make my own decision like mm. I, just don't, I don't get it like it's very hard to understand this okay. dynamic all back and forth, if that makes sense. Okay. So if I'm hearing you correctly, when he says that he struggles trusting you in your dynamic, it's because, well, one of the reasons is because he cannot see you in a dominant role on a 24 seven consistent basis. And so it's like getting him in his head or causing some confusion. Is that part of what's happening? I truly believe so. Okay. I, like we were in, you know, not to expose too much cause he is here, but it's still, I mean, I'm open. I don't care. You know, I'm around people that is the same as me. I'm like, finally, I'm letting it all out. Good. Get it, girl. Get it. Get it out. <laughs> so the fact that, you know, like sometimes I have to downplay my dominance in public, I feel like it truly affects us in private where he has to make decision not to look to him to make decision. But I already made the decision up in my head. He just needs to follow, you know? And okay. I'm just like, <gasps> and okay. I know that can't read minds but mm, I, i'm still trying to set the precedent i guess i don't know it's very difficult to navigate okay so what i'm hearing is that in public situations to keep up the illusion of the 
stereotypical, culturally expected, male-dominated relationship, you kind of soften your image a little bit and lean on him, ask him his perspective, his opinion, um, what, you know, he, his feedback on things in public situations. And that throws off the dynamic. Am I hearing that correctly? Correct. Yes. Okay. So it sounds. And then also we did have an incident where, you know, we were doing a scene and then he got hurt. And I think that deplenished the trust also. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say a couple of things more to your submissive that you can either plop him down and have him listen to, or you can regurgitate this to him later. But the fact that he is holding up, I don't trust you because I had to call my safe word is not cool. When a submissive calls their safe word, that's not an indication that a line has been crossed. It's not an indication that abuse has taken place. If a submissive calls their safe word and you don't stop and you keep doing what you're doing, then, yeah, you've crossed a line. Then you've done something toxic or abusive. But the fact that a submissive calls their safe word does not equal my dominant fucked up and I can no longer trust my dominant. That is, that is a very skewed perspective here. And to me, it's very unfair that that's being conflated. As a matter of fact, I have gone, I've taken submissives through scenes. My favorite thing to do is not end a scene until I hear, like, uh, not just the safe, like, I want that safe word being wailed out, bawling, crying. Like, I want to get you to your fucking limit. So a submissive calling their safe word does not mean that you did anything wrong, Lady Kim. And so let's just get that out there. If that's a matter of, they're, if they're saying, I can't trust you because I had to call my safe word, we, we, the two of you need to talk about that. And you need to come to a better understanding of what a safe word means and how it's used. But if you honored that, then that should actually have reinforced the trust. That should have actually reinforced the safety, not done the opposite. So that right there seems like there may be a little bit of a misunderstanding especially on your submissive side, as to what the safe word is, what it's used for, and what that means for your leadership and your dominance. That's my first point. Are we kind of on the same page there? Yes, it makes sense now. Now when you say it like that, I get it. I get it. Awesome. Yeah. She's also said she was hurt by the safe word being used, as I said. Yeah. Yeah, it is a general misunderstanding. I am agreeing with you, Ember. So I'm just trying to encourage you, Lady Kim, that you didn't do anything wrong. If the safe word was called and you stopped what was taking place and you got them out of the bondage or, or whatever, you did the right thing. And that should have reinforced that trust. And so maybe the two of you just need to sit down and talk about, um, and I even have a, a resource on my Patreon that talks about, let's get on the same page about what safe words mean. What does green mean? What does yellow mean? What does red mean? Even if you're not using green, yellow, red, and you use, you know, whatever it is, pineapple is your safe word it, the same principle applies so i would say the two of you need to really really get on a clear understanding of of that to um rebuild trust in that area and also lady kim to free you up so that you want you'll know exactly where your fence line is 
And you know that if you hit that fence line, if you bring your submissive to that fence line, you didn't do anything wrong. You just hit a limit. And that's, that's okay. That's okay. So that's number one. Number two, it sounds to me like maybe the two of you need to have some negotiation around proper, healthy, reasonable expectations for your vanilla encounters. Like it, it, it sounds to me like he's craving this, this 24 seven so much that, that the necessary vanilla encounters are detracting from the play and that shouldn't happen. Vanilla encounters have to happen sometimes. Like it's very rare that a couple will be completely in it 24 seven and not be able to step out of it to go to jobs or pay bills or anything like that. And so the, the presence of vanilla activity should not negate the power exchange. And so that is kind of concerning to me. I feel like there needs to be some conversation there, but maybe delineate those in a little different way. Perhaps have that conversation before, let's say you're going to a family function and you know to play the role that everyone is expecting you to to play, to play the male-dominated marriage kind of role that you're going to have to kind of look to him and ask him for his opinion, whatever. Well, maybe you view those vanilla situations as more of a role play. That we we going to be playing this role. I'm going to ask you your opinion. But I don't give a shit what your opinion is. I already made up my mind. So you're going you're gonna to play. You're going to play with mama while we're out and about. And this is what this how I need to play. I need to look like we have this kind of relationship. It needs to look like I'm still looking for your opinion. But this is just a role play, baby. And fucking keep that in mind. So maybe if you pivot it and have a little like kind of role play building scenario before you go out. Like this is this is how we going to be sneaky about it. And make it the two of you against all of the vanillas. <laughs> Make it your own private little game in the presence of all of the vanillas. Maybe even come up with code words or cue words instead of maybe your default when you're genuinely asking his opinion is, my love, what do you think about this? But the sneaky, I'm still femdom and I don't give a shit about your opinion. Maybe it is, baby, what you think? No one's going to know the difference. None of your vanilla relatives are going to know that code changed, what that means. But if you phrase it differently and you've discussed what that particular phrasing means, then he's going to get that little bit of submissive arousal in the presence of the family function. You picking up what I'm throwing down, Lady Kim? Yes, I am. Okay. Good, good. And so another couple of things that you could do, like code words, keywords, even gestures. Like if you come up with a couple hand gestures and I have some uh, positions and hand gestures uh, on my Patreon, I believe I have a video about it too uh, on YouTube, but maybe even come up with some gestures where you hold up two fingers on your left hand in the middle of a crowded room. And he knows that means he has to go to the bathroom and take off his underwear Maybe you put him in some pretty frilly panties before you went to the family function and maybe holding up two fingers on your left hand is a cue for him to go to the bathroom immediately and take off those prissy little 
pretty panties and sneakily give them to you. Maybe holding up a certain gesture means he needs to rush over to you, grab your drink, and go refill it for you. Maybe a gesture means he needs to kneel down beside you and start massaging your feet. That's a loving gesture, rubbing your wife's feet. No one needs to know it's kinky. No one needs to know that the roles are reversed. It's your comfort level. How far do you want to push this sneaky, subtle dynamic and this sneaky, subtle play in public? It's up to yours and your husband's comfort levels. But does that make sense? Do these sound like fun, positive ideas, fun strategies? Yes, it does. I love it. Oh, are we getting ideas over there, Lady Kim? You know it. You know it. Okay. <laughs> yes, I love it. So, um that really that's really it and then maybe another thing you could do is like if you collar your submissive at home with like a proper slave collar or something, maybe get a day collar where you take the slave collar off and when you're going into vanilla situations, whether you're going to the mall or a family function, he gets a day caller, text rituals too, anything subtle like that. But little things like that where he has to wear panties under his trousers or he has to wear a day collar, or maybe you put him in chastity before the family function or the outing, whatever. No one needs to know, but there are all kinds of subtle, sneaky ways that you can make sure, no, I am still dominant, even though we play in this role for them. We still know what's up. So those are my suggestions. Lady Kim, what you thinking? How you feeling? I love it. Great, great suggestions. And what posted in the um, channel, yes, just because you can't read mine don't mean you can't read science. I love it. I Ooh, love it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Daddy Rob swooping in for the win with that one. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So Lady Kim, if I helped you out, uh, that's wonderful. If you have any other questions or comments or thoughts or feedback for me, feel free to throw it out at me, girl. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. Good. Wonderful. So try those out, Lady Kim, and let us know. Update us after your next uh, outing or event and let us know how those, uh, how those worked for you. And again, um, if your husband, if your submissive is here, I can get him on this server on his own uh, on his own username. Uh, he just has to log in with follow the he has to be logged in what to your Patreon admins help me out her Patreon, but his own Discord account. But anyway, we can get him in here if he's not already in here, and the two of you can hang and talk and uh, brainstorm with some other players here. So. Uh, my admins will help you do that if you if you want to do that. Her, his Discord and her Patreon. Yes, yes, I know what I'm talking about sometimes. All right. Next up on the agenda, by the way, everyone, give it up for Lady Kim. First, first time here. Totally open, totally amazing. Trusts us, loves us. We love you back, Lady Kim. Thank you so much for uh, for sharing and being open and vulnerable. I wish you and your husband. Just absolutely the best. We love you both so much. And we're now looking to 
Laura, 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 if you would go ahead and unmute that mic, my dear, we can get this party started between the two of us. Gladly. All right. So, Laura, um, I'm going to go to, do you want me to just read out what you wrote, what you submitted in the group coaching? That works for me, mistress. All right. Wonderful. All right. Let me go back. All right. So, Laura writes in. Uh, wait, what factors? Is it just the what factors or am I missing something else, my dear? I'm trying to scroll back. Oh, I had asked in regards to vetting and starting considering what vetting is and if vetting should include acting in play, if that's remote or in person, because for me personally, I need a very high level of trust and safety it takes a long time for it to develop, but it, it, I have a mindset almost like sex where like, you can't know if someone's good without test driving. So as a part mm. of vetting, needing to, or not needing, is it safe to consider play while vetting? Catch the rest of this conversation in the next episode.